now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Hey, it's Yolanda at DryerBuzz. You're getting ready to listen to a, a great episode of how I got out of bed. You know, the whole how you get out of bed. But just in case you don't stay till the end or you have to pause it, because I know you got a life, you got things to do. I, uh, at the end of this, I mentioned an amazing opportunity that I want to share with you. And that is that we are opening up our bookstore, opening up our bookstore. Now, you know, the bookstore is already there, but what we're doing is we're going to open it up to you. If you have an ebook or a digital download and you're looking for additional platforms to help grow your passive income, okay, or just get new customers or listen, tell more of the world what you have available. So if you are interested, either go ahead and fast forward to the end or stay to the end or do this, go now and check out 27answers.com. It's a part of shopdryerbuzz.com, you know, the bookstore and the soap store and all the things that we offer, but we do have a bookstore and it's an amazing bookstore where I have curated all of my writings. I want to add yours and I want to let people know about the great things you have. You know, I spent 20 years y'all 20 years creating buzz about some amazing people, places, and things. And now this is what I want to do, um, right now. Like I want to, I want to tell the world what you have available. You know me and you know how I create buzz. Here's an opportunity for you. Again, I talk about it in a little bit more detail at the end of this podcast. So stick around. World interrupted. Y'all let me write that down. Cause that's kind of what I want to call this right now. First thoughts of the morning, yep, rolling out of bed, another late day start uh, for us. And I'm actually expecting a delivery, I need to check the door, hold on. What I said, world interrupted, because you know my mind, and you know this is unscripted, and we'll get off into talking about something else. And I'm going to tell, can I just tell y'all, I'm trying not to tell y'all what the the, the amazing aroma Okay, no, my order's not here yet. All right, the amazing aroma that's coming from my kitchen. Uh, last night, let me, when, I, when I say world interrupted, let's start with sleep, okay? My sleep was interrupted, another split shift night. Um, was tired, went to bed, and I don't think I went any earlier than normal, but I woke up at 1 something in the morning feeling like I done slept eight hours, uh, like I was raring to go, and I'm like, wait a minute, look around, look around. It was like what time is it and I was so mad because you know how hard it is to go back to sleep and especially if like you like me phone is near but actually I'm going to tell you what what put me uh to sleep I was you know scrolling I saw on one of the groups that I'm in started to selected a book for starting a book club on a book that we'd already selected and I hadn't yet to start and I'm glad I started because I thought it was another book that I had heard an interview on so I had it confused but unfortunately uh, so unfortunate is that the story was like the other story and it, it dealt with you know uh, apparently it has undertones of abuse and this thing you know abuse is fairly common uh what is it one out of three now instead of even one out of four one out of three and particularly an issue and certainly not my issue because i just live with a dog he might be abusing me i don't know because <laughs> but he's so accommodating he's so sweet let me not even say that but um let me tell you it's so it's so prevalent and it's, there's so much the history of and there's so many adults walking around trying to process and trying to navigate and can't get out of bed, which is why we're talking about getting out of bed. And again, this is unscripted. I don't know where this is going, but there's so many adults processing and we're having issues navigating people in these days and all days. Cause we've got so many people having to process what their youth and their childhood was like. Now this book is, it's called uh, Memorial Drive and it's triggering for me just even saying Memorial Drive. Cause I live, I live outside of Atlanta now. Um, Memorial Drive is a thing. It's, it, you know, him, you hear me guys talk about parkways and highways and all of that. So it literally, uh, will take you through all from one end of Atlanta to the, uh, and well on beyond. You can literally take it in and out of the state. If I, yeah, pretty much. You can take it in and out of the state, um, and, and get out of here and come in or whatever. And so it's a stretch that has gone from old Jim Crow to uh integration uh, old jim crow segregation integration and and even to where it is now and 
I don't know many people that are have ever lived with any kind of comfort there, right? And there are those, you know, who are who you know, there are people who fight for everything. So there are always people who are trying to who are, who've been forever into the redevelopment of this. Somewhere down the line, somebody didn't go to a meeting or two, and it ended up there's a jail there that looks kind of like you know one of those things that God should just strike down. It sits high up on the hill. It's right there. It's a gateway, right? But you know, judicial buildings, uh, law, not, law and order. Law and order is pro- is on some of the you know most uncared for land ever and you know you don't go to these meetings you'll end up looking out your window at a freaking jail or something behind you and i just found out the other day um there's a, a facility that services men women and children families and on the back of that it's apparent oh i've been i say that let me just say <clears throat> let me let me keep it moving um if you don't go to your meetings your world will be interrupted let me just put it that way uh, if you don't, if we don't participate, you get interrupted, you know, world is interrupted. And I was, I'm trying to remember, I posted on my Twitter. I was, wa- I was watching Lovecraft country, which has got everybody in a tizzy walking around trying to figure out this movie because it's, if you are a sci-fi person, okay, your brain is on a whole other level. Your vibrations are on a whole other level. You can sit and watch this thing and process it all. Some of us see some like, wait a minute, stop. What is this? I got to figure it out. Right. And so the people who are all up in sci-fi and all up in you, you've been reading, you've been reading these novels, you know, cause this is what happens when something becomes mainstream or popular. There are a lot of people that come to it without the information of it. And we frustrate I'm saying we, cause apparently I'm one of them. We frustrate everybody else in our trying to get acquainted with these things, right? Like there may be somebody like, for instance, this, this group, uh, is getting ready now to discuss, uh, read and discuss this book. And it's going to be on a whole other level. Cause that one, some of them are real scholars. They doing their writing. They know, they know the, in fact, the, the group uh, owner is, um, is he does, um, it's called, it's Van, vanishing black Atlanta. So, you know, he's deep in the history and the scholarship of this city. So naturally he's going to, they're going to attack this book differently than when we, uh, and we hadn't even talked about it. It was one of those Angela, uh, my co-host on leading women said, Hey, listen, get this, have it ready. You know, when, once you start to get into it, let's have some dialogue because she knows, you know, that Memorial drive ha- is triggering to me because of, you know, growing up, uh, being from Atlanta, growing up in Atlanta in Atlanta and all the things that, you know, have gone on in the evolution of this parkway. And Atlanta is, you know, I may say Atlanta, but every city has these things. And it also has to do with, you know, desegregation, integration, uh, gentrification, colonization, all of of that. Just us trying to be out here and live in a world uh, together. And and, And for the most part, I know I am upset a lot about what's going on right now because it's their things trying to resurface and normalize themselves again. And others, most, the majority of us is like, no, that's not going to happen. Remember what happened last time you didn't fare very well. And so people think they're going to fare well this time. And no, it's not. I don't care. I don't care if dude does get you know, a second turn or the laws change and he's even in the third. We gonna be good. God's chosen people gonna be good. Now, take that any kind of way you want to. Your world your world might have just been interrupted right then, right? Because there are things what interrupts our world is when we are get when we glean some information and it interrupts what we think we know. Yesterday I started using the phrase unlearn. I caught it in a conversation. You know, there's a lot of um, webinars and live. Everybody's live streaming right now. People who we wouldn't be here if some of these folk had live streamed at the onset of these platforms. You know, instead of running around calling everybody else crazy, had, had they come into this come into this ecosystem early on, we probably wouldn't be here because you know, and scholars they were sitting back somewhere thinking something wrong with us because we trying we trying to find. A new frontier. Well, the rest of the people that got to the frontier, y'all, they here. Okay, coming on. Let me go. Let's go to the kitchen get some juice. Coming on, as as late as not as early as as late as 2015. Uh, and so they've been here, and now we're five. Now we're five years, and all these people came into 2020 
thinking, you know, I got this little tin twinge in my in my foot again, y'all. Uh and and it wasn't it's not the TikTok. It's not the TikTok, but that that does give me a little aggravation. But as you saw on the TikTok, I barefoot too much, y'all. I got to put on I got to put on my little my little shoes, support my arch and my heel and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, grabbing some juice here out of the fridge. Um so if you came into 2020 and you had no plans, and most people had no plans, they were like, you know, the clock twisted. Uh, we got here. They, it, no kind of. If you had planned zero reduction, zero reduction, you weren't planning to. Lord, oh, that's. I gotta take this trash out. I was like, wait a minute, cause this it's the weekend. Yeah, I was just interrupted by the trash piling up. I'm like, wait, why is it? And then forgot they don't uh, pick up on the weekend. You've got to handle that yourself. Um, so you know what? I don't know why these kids don't have to hustle like they used to. Like somebody, please knock on this door. And actually, some kids did um, some time ago. They should do it. Do it on a day when the trash doesn't pick up. Don't do it on a day when the trash does, because we have to pay for a trash service. Um, again, interrupted. <laughs> now let me try and get the train back back rolling as I sit down. I needed some juice. Okay. Yeah. So. If you came into 2020 without any kind of plan, any kind of reduction at all, you weren't planning to work less. Um, you weren't planning to, you weren't planning that kids would be in school less. You weren't planning to drive less. You weren't planning uh, to, and let's get from the less thing. You weren't planning to spend more time with family. You weren't planning to travel more. You weren't planning to get more education. You weren't planning to, to do less things, you know, balancing it out. You weren't planning that life would shift. You weren't planning in 2020 that life was going to be interrupted. I, I, I asked that because anybody that has lived be, before 2020, uh, and I want to say even before, because I don't think our millennials experienced it as much as the generation before. They experienced it, but they had, they had a new media system. You know, social media is their media where for us, um, we had all these magazines that talked about 20, everything talked about 2020 and we went to all these ex, ex, expos, you know, I mean, I grew, I was an expo kid. I became an expo young adult. I was an expo adult. I'm sitting here right now trying to devise my expo plan. Like I've got, I've got all, all this stuff. Like I had planned, shoot, I mean, I ain't trying to work in 2020. I'm trying to level up and have something. I am trying to, I got my exit, my exit strategy. And this is something I've said all my life. I just want like five years. This is year four. Um, and because the five year was supposed to start in 2015 to 2020. And it ended up being something else. It ended up being caregiving. So I'm like, I still want my five. I, I want my five, right? To to get my mind right. All those breakdowns I needed to have a long time ago. I'm having them all right now. I, if I want to spend a day boohooing. And boohooing is healthy, right? I'm, I can spend a day boohooing because it's something I pray for. One of the things that I know, and my grandmother used to say all the time, prayer changes things. So all of my life, I've had a prayer, honey. I have had a prayer. In fact, I said a prayer before I started this thing, and I say it twice a day, okay? When the clock, when I, if I ever look at the clock and it's got my birthday on it, i got to acknowledge the God in my life. Now, this ain't even a religious podcast, but I'm thankful and I'm grateful each and every day because it means that yesterday from here we saw a whole lot of miracles i know yesterday was filled with miracles i ain't trying to give you a testimony well you know how to get out of bed is a testimony this is how i got out of bed i just wanted my day not to be interrupted i want my i want my 30 minutes i want to do on this on this podcast and we're already 12 and a half minutes into it i want it to be uninterrupted right that's why the dog has even learned i don't want to interrupt her so I used to leave him in the room and close the door when I got ready to do it because he would be barking at everything around. But he knows, oh, she's sitting there having that conversation. I don't know how he processes this, but he see, he hears the decibels in my voice. He sees how animated I am when I'm talking to you guys. And he knows he would have to leave the room. if he did. So he doesn't want to interrupt me. So, but he knew we came into this day knowing we got to do more of this. And I am at this time because we are late. We are, we are hour. We are hour beyond his walk. But we both 
you know, were up last night and need some rest. He is coming here and plop down. Now, if I go too long with y'all, if I go over in that, I'm recording this on a Saturday and we normally do, but I am not today because I know we are beyond. And what I don't want to do in 2020 is be cleaning up any kind of doggy mess or put in any kind of strange situation where we got to try to rush out the door because I can't do that. Well, we got to try to rush out the door or, or me having to clean up a mess and I'm not about doing that. So, and he, he just stretched out again and got re-comfortable. So, I guess we're good to go another 13, and 13, 14 minutes. Okay, so let me tell you. Um, so, why are we not out here trying to make our homes what, what they said in all of those, uh, all of those at the World's Fair and all that? I was watching, you know what channel I watch? That decades channel where they and they give you this thing through the decades, and when you watch, you know it, it has this old 1960s, 1950s, 1970s programming um, throughout the day, and then at night or, or or whatever the rotation is, they they do this show and it's probably on there through the decades, and they go back and they look at the decades and they and I'm like, well, we were supposed to we were supposed to have this kind of car and this kind of house. Now, yes, we have the smart technologies, you know, but nothing compared to what the rest of the world has um you know we have we, we don't have the moving side we have moving sidewalks just just they might not turn them on uh we don't have the smart parking the smart park we got cars that drive themselves they you know the flying ones aren't necessarily affordable hell even the self-driving one i i had a self-driving one that we rented one for um a couple of weeks and it was supposed to parallel park. That thing had me all up on the curb. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. This ain't working right, you know. So I didn't want to put it in in, in self driving self driving mode. But you know, you might want to might want to check on that. Just be careful out there, guys. And uh, I know I know the Tesla thing. That's one. No, it was not a Tesla. It, I believe it was even a. I believe it was a Ford. <laughs> Hence we were. We were up on the curb uh, trying to park, but there weren't any, you know, that it was, it was, I was, I might've, it might've been user error. You know, that I wasn't in a traditional park space. It was like a space. Hey, let's see if it can get to the curb, get to the curb. Like, like, you know, it, it says it's supposed to, uh, but yeah, we were up on the curb, but anyway, interrupted, interrupted yet again, world interrupted. The pandemic interrupted everything. You know, but at the same time, there's still a lot. And it's not that it interrupted. Like I said, we weren't prepared. We weren't prepared to do the shutdown. You know, we weren't. There were some things that people had to embrace immediately. Um, but what we, what we just weren't prepared. We weren't prepared that all these devices that we have in our home, we weren't prepared to use them for life-saving skills. To amp up our life-saving skills, you know, um, one of the reasons everybody loves TikTok and they still trying to ban TikTok um, is I'm watching people do all these kind of adjustments in their lives. You know, as soon as everybody was locked in their space, they started to notice, dang, what's going on in my space? What's up with all this clutter in my space? Who has not? Raise your hand if you have not had to declutter in the pandemic. In 2020, I'm gonna say 2020, right? Raise your hand if you have not had to declutter. Raise your hand if you, you know, you. We started shopping. We started shopping because we needed some things. You know, it's like, dang, when have I? Some people had had already begun to have amazing spaces. You know, like like I've been fighting the gray. I'm like, I don't really want no white and gray walls. But then I'm like, wait a minute, my kids are grown. I can have some white. I can have some gray. You know, because I've had I had four kids. So I had things that could sustain a lot. You know, my 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 domicile could sustain a tornado in the middle of the day, you know, I, I watched this one video, this lady coming in from work and she's just standing there looking at her house. Like, like they, and I, I'm, I sympathize, I empathize with her cause I've been there. Like, wait, are we not going to have respect for the fact that I just went out of here and worked 12 to 14 hours, you know, so that we can have this. Oh, and this is broken. Who broke it? Oh, nobody want to say anything. Okay. Guess what? We'll never have another one again. There's a lot of things we won't have. And I'm going to break this down to bare walls if you keep tearing up my stuff, okay? Our stuff, right? You tearing up our stuff for which you don't even work to pay for. But 
it's a whole different matter when they get grown and they got to, you know, go out there and get their own stuff. Oh, the respect comes real quick. Okay. It's like, mom, we won't, we won't ever, no, we won't ever have one of those again because you didn't respect it. And there were conversations that I, even some of those conversations, even to this day. And I think I just done got tired. I'm not having them no more, but they were conversations you have to have over and over and over and over again, which that's what parenting is. You keep reiterating some things so that it does. And cause you know, one day they're going to appreciate it. That day is here. Y'all is that day is here. Okay. I live to see the day. <laughs> you know how they say, if I live to see the day, I live to see the day. And it's, it's an amazing day when I look at my kids and how they are navigating through life, um, making it to 2020 and your kids, you know, as siblings, they all love each other. They good. They're working together 19 minutes into this. Um, and, and understand why mommy sometimes can't get out of bed. Cause you know, we all want people to understand us and they understand that. And that's why I can take the time to process. And it's a little bit different. And I know there are a lot of people that might say, well, Hey, there's a number of people that have been through that. And listen, we're all going to go through things, but we all go through them at different points in our life and, and processing it. And, you know, I'm thankful that I've had the time to process it. And look what's coming out of it. I'm, the cre my creativity is coming out. In fact, I stopped being creative on one project to come and knock out 30 minutes of how I got out of bed. I got out of bed because, one, it was time to get up and make the beds. But um, I was getting ready to start working on a project. And I'm like, wait, if I start that, I got to get up and make the beds. You know, got to get dressed. Nah, it's Saturday. I don't know if I need to do the whole get dressed thing. So we're going to hold off on that for a little bit. Um, but I got a creative idea. In fact, I tweeted it and I posted it before I did this. Cause you know, my mind, I don't want it. I don't want it to be interrupted. And when I get to the point where I'm, I'm I know I'm full on into my day when I'm trying to compartmentalize things and hold on to this and remember that and got to do this, you know, the list starts growing. Uh, I also needed to get out of bed because I ordered some things this morning. I'm going to look over here and see if my shopper is shopping. Um, is my shopper shopping because it's supposed to be delivered and and when I, hold on guys because y'all know how when i try to unlock my phone and talk at the same time yeah this is a multitasking podcast multi at 20 minutes into this honey this is a multitasking it's called how to get out of bed you need to be just as as uh fragmented if that's the word as i am right now and i think i ordered it on instacart uh and actually what? They don't have my product. Lord, they don't cancel my order. And then tell me I'm going to get a refund it. And they did not have my item. Wait a minute. It just says cancel. They probably didn't have my item. And tell me I'm going to get a refund in three to five days. Why you just didn't give me my money back? What is that? Because they did an authorization, so they may not have actually charged it yet. Let's see. What's going on here? I needed that. And I knew I knew it was an item. Because I was shocked to see that they even had the item. And they did not. They did not take the money. It's back. Okay. Because I need to now order from somewhere else. But um, I it was a long shot because I was ordering an item that's normally I, that normally these stores are out of anyway. But I was excited to see it. Or even to think that it was available in the neighborhood. And I did put on there, don't replace it. Because you can't necessarily replace it. Uh, I was ordering a, one of the supplies to go in my soap. And I was surprised to see it even on on local store shelves. And therefore. And they literally just canceled it 20 minutes ago. And I was looking forward to arrive. I was kind of hoping because that means I now have to go. 30 minutes out of my way to get it or go ahead and order it uh, from this other store, which is 16. I'm looking at the app. It was either it was down the street or 16 miles away. And I need it. And actually, it was not only supposed to be about to be down the street, it's it about to be less per ounce. It was about to be half price per ounce. But that that took care of that, didn't it? Okay, so we don't get that. So now, and I spent yesterday 
um, looking for because one of the stores that again remember interrupted our food supply chain is has been interrupted so and I was literally amazed it was on both of the apps but the store had it listed on both apps and one of the apps was cheaper and that's another thing they may they wouldn't do that they wouldn't cancel cause the price because they listed the price so it was actually cheaper on one app than it was on another but again like i said i was surprised to even see it on the on the store shelf because i normally order it from a specialty store and uh or a store that specializes in a lot of natural and organic kind of stuff and that particular store is 16 miles away which means um I was excited that it was down the street because that means that because there's a lot involved in having to go out of the neighborhood to shop. Y'all know how I am, but there's a lot involved in it. And it's not no more than let me just order on the other app. But I, I, if I'd hate for the driver to have to come 16 miles, cause I really just want that one thing. And the price of the one thing is enough to, you know, garner an order to initiate an order. Um, you know, cause it's at that threshold, but to have this one, to have somebody just drive a couple of miles, you know, um, to bring it, then they have to drive 16 miles <clears throat> because <clears throat> even though I'm in the, in the service area, um, uh, that means I just think about, I think, see me, I think about people. I think about how much of an interruption it would be for them because for them to have to come here, that means they didn't have to go back into the area. They got to then get back into the area uh, for which they have chosen to serve, even though, you know, they, I'm, my 16 mile radius is in that. Uh, and I don't know how uh, the, they're chosen. I'm pretty sure, you know, somebody will take it because that's a good, that's a good bit of money. Them having, in fact, you know what, I'm gonna go ahead and order it because I've just thought about that. They're going to get paid for 16 miles because the drivers, the shoppers, they do make mileage. And, uh, and so I'll go ahead and do it. And it puts out, I, I, me, thinking about them at 25 into this, I'll go ahead and, and give a good tip because I'm like, I don't know if they will then stay driving in this area or have to get back into a particular zone to get their order. And usually in, on this app, they can select orders. So if they selected, they select mine and a couple others, then they got to get back to the zone where that store is. And again, so that's 32 miles, but they'll make, well, we know that they'll get paid for the 16. I don't know if they'll get paid going, trying to get back. You know, cause especially if they have to go back to a store in the area. See, I don't want to, I don't want to disrupt. You know, I want to, I, I, I see the opportunity in that, but I don't want to, and nobody has ever like knocked on this and me, I don't order this no more. But like I said, I only need the one thing, you know, and then, uh, and then there's the extra cost, you know, of wanting to, uh, what is commensurate, um, you know, the loss. I don't want, I don't want anybody. See, that's me and my conscience. I don't want anybody to experience any kind of loss because I know it is because I can put myself, in fact, I just slipped on my house shoes. I can put myself in their shoes. If, if you're doing something in this world and in this society, and we'll get ready to wrap up in the four minutes and you can't put yourself in the other person's shoes. It's all right to be thankful for that. It's all right to be grateful for that. It's all right to be able to say, I don't know what that feels like, but you, you say that. Don't look at people like they're crazy when people are explaining what they're going through or they look like they got a little trauma. And, I, and one of the tweets I was going to tweet today is that people will question your rise. They don't question the fall, right? Because we're so used to people falling and failing. We're so used to things going wrong. There are people right now that's waiting on your, waiting on you to post something on your timeline of something not being good. Because you keep saying, man, I'm surviving this. I'm surviving it. I'm, oh, I, I'm got ideas flowing. Um, they see you starting this and starting that. They see you haven't had a breakdown. They see you keep continuously getting out of bed. Like, how are you keep, how are you keep getting up? Oh, well, I listen to this podcast because how to get out of bed. And then, and it's a lot of empathy on there for what I'm going through. And I can relate and I know to get up and make my bed, even if I can't step outside and into the public, even if I can't come and hang out with y'all, you know, I'm over here, I'm surviving because I understand it's not just me, even though none of the people around me want to say it's me too. It's not just me. So along with the me too, you can just know that it's not just us. It's not just we, it's not just me. There's so many we just have normalized this thing and it's normalized to the point that people who are going to experience it today and tomorrow will think it only happens to them. 
because everybody else will scatter because what we know very well, we know what a fall looks like. You can look across the room and say, that person's about to fall. You can look across the room and say, that person's about to fail. Right? I like, let me tell y'all, there's a, a reality, not real, they're not a reality show. They're a real couple. Let me put it this way. They're a real couple. Uh, and they, a couple times a week, they will live stream from their kitchen. Okay, it's Tamir and her husband. Okay. Um, and let me tell you, and one of the things, and we live in public, is people love watching them in their kitchen. And the dynamics, and you get a chance to see the dynamics of a married couple. And you realize, damn, married people be doing a lot. Like, dang, how, like, I'm single for life, right? Not, not going forward for life, but in past, for, forever in past life, right? And, and I look at this dynamic of two people trying to do a thing, and I'm like, you know what? This marriage ain't what we think it is. It's like, man, these two personalities, two egos, they be bouncing off each other like crazy. Like, 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 the funny part is, it's like Tamara, in my opinion, um, loves her own spotlight. You know, she wants to do her own thing, even though they're trying to do this thing together. She's, she gotta have, you know, her own lens. Okay. And, and Adam, uh, and they make these amazing meals. You know, I got a whole podcast called In the Kitchen with Dry Bus, and I cook in the kitchen. So, you know, naturally, this is a show I can sit and watch. In fact, it's part of my, my uh, shutdown at night because they're on the West Coast and I'm on the East Coast. And I usually will turn off my television. You know, I've watched The Last Sanford and Son, and then uh, they put on Hot in Cleveland instead of Good Time. So I turn that sucker off, right? And so, I, and then, but, but this is the dog and I, we then head down the hall to bed, right? So, um, when I go, there's nothing I really want to watch. And I don't do the late night talk shows cause only, you know, they are only the night, late night monologues and all that kind of stuff, you know? Um, so I turn the television off or I mute it if I am going to put something in my, in my peripheral, but I watch them. They come on, like I said, a couple times a week, like every, like three times a week or whatever. And, uh, and the funny part about it is they are making something and there's a whole lot of, how should I do this? And what's, I'm like, and, and, and it's a stubbornness, right? You know, you know, it's like the men, you know how men don't want, don't want directions. They don't want, I'm like, damn, can y'all just like stop and watch YouTube? Like we're going to, we're going to discuss this the whole hour. They're usually on about an hour, hour and a half, you know, while they're prepping dinner. And, and it's, it's intentional. You know, it is literally a cooking show. It's programming. And you know, the sisters, sisters, they have an amazing ownership of what they do. Like they own, they literally like own their lanes. And both of them, you know, do this, this kind of thing. Uh, I just never see the other Tia stuff. I never, I, I see Tia stuff. I think Tia stuff is like not live. It's more or less recorded. Right. And then it, and then it premieres online. And you can watch it and all that kind of stuff. We're at 30. We're going over story time. If you needed to be done at 30 and out of bed, get out of bed. Come on story time. So I'm watching it. And the, the odd thing about it, first of all, it's like a lot of people are somewhat, there's a level that Tamira will get to where it gets into the irritation zone and people are like, okay, bring it down a notch, bring it down a notch. Um, but the dynamics of the fact that they know each other's nuances is like, Hey, that's her and that's him. Okay. But then there's us watching, <laughs> you know? And then it's like, like Adam is like, like one time y'all, one time he was making and I can't cook selfish. So I, 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 I like, man, I wish I could, I want to make some lobster mac and cheese. Cause I'm known for the mac and cheese, right? I want to make some lobster mac and cheese so bad. And I keep saying, maybe I could take some Benadryl and wear some gloves and all this kind of stuff. My kids are like, no, anybody coming over there, finally you passed out in the kitchen. You know, that I'm in that, I'm in that zone. Let's go check on mommy's zone. Right. And so he was making lobster tail and you know, there are too many YouTube videos out there. Listen, here's how you prep your lobster tail. And he, he refuses instructions. He, oh, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, no, we'll figure it out. And everybody is in the comments like, do this, do that. And there, and there are a couple people in the comments, they, you know, trust that'll give them advice, you know, and they look for those people. And then each person, each of them will look for their co-signers. Like she wants to do one thing one way. He wants to do another way. And everybody wants them both to do it the, the viewer's way, you know. So it's, it's just hilarious. It has become hilarious. I've gotten quite, you know, past the irritation zone to, okay, this is downright funny. 
This is just the makeup of who they are and the makeup of their relationship and the makeup of their parenting because parenting is going on this. They got the kids running around. They got the son like, I don't want to be bothered with none of them. So I don't know where he is. He's just off doing his thing. He ain't trying to deal with them. He's just going to be that kid. You know, he's the firstborn. Okay. We already know that dynamic. Like, look, I, I, this is a relationship established by the universe. I'm going to interrupt it as much as I can. Uh, and then they got the daughter. She wants to be all up in it. You know, like, hey, I can do what y'all do. So she's, you know, finding her her role in it and all this kind of stuff. So it's begun. Be, be, and the thing about it is you got to understand when you first, and this is a lesson, y'all. When we first come across something we have not yet seen before, we persecute it. I, I persecuted the hell out of this. Like, what's wrong with these people? You know, because it's like, it's like you would think, you think people at other levels will be at other levels. And it's like, no, guess what? We're all freaking human. Oh my God. We're all freaking human and human nature is what it is. So again, I have passed the, the entertain. I went, I'm back, I'm back from the irritation level to the entertainment level and, and loving the dynamic of wow. And, and the fact that when people get married, they don't necessarily, they change, they, they don't change. Um, they compromise, you know, um, but you, I'm looking at this and like, wait, we really do get to stay ourselves and we do find people who can be, who won't interrupt us. i interrupt our world, but uh, accommodate us, you know, even to the point that the lobster tails don't come out, don't get cooked. Right. <laughs> don't get prepared. Right. Cause the nuance of this person is they're not, and Tamir was like, y'all know he's not going to stop. He's not going to take any instructions. Look, it's going, he's going to cook it. It's going to taste good. He goes, in fact, and let me tell, and thank you, Adam, because the reason I know how to prepare a lobster tail right now, because I was so irritated by what he was doing to this lobster. I'm like, let me go watch a video because I don't even know how they get that, you know, where they basically just crack it open and you lift the tail up and the tail kind of rises along the top of the shell and you cook it that way. Two minute YouTube video. Now I understand when you when you are alive because I have been in the kitchen and people have been yelling at me like no I think you're supposed to do it this way that's why you have another device they have another device but they're watching themselves on the other device um so they so I been I know this happens when you you go like I'll just cook it this way but you're gonna you you it, it's not gonna be right it's gonna still be good and tasty but uh, I so I went and watched a little YouTube video it's like I found a two-minute video and it was talking about how to prep the lobster tail you basically you cut it you cut down it you literally just cut straight down the tail uh, and then you you know kind of maybe dismember a few things and you be able to lift that lobster meat up and it rises along the top you close that back up it rises along you know you don't detach it you don't fully detach it but there's some detachment and then you just let it ride along the top of the tail to the point at that point. But people don't, you don't realize it's kind of a difficult process if you've not done it before. The first time is that, cause I remember when, uh, and you know me, I went back in the kitchen as a caregiver. I had not been in the kitchen uh, in 20 years. Other people in the household had taken on that role. One of the people that took on that role very well was my mother. So when she became ill, it's like, okay, y'all, we're not going to eat. She did all the grocery shopping. She did most of the cooking. And, you know, her and my other daughter, who was now, had been taking care of my mom. And I'm going into that role. Uh, when I stopped working to take it on full time, I, mom and I used to go, when, when she had a doctor's appointment, we would go for a nice meal. You know, a nice lunch if it was early. Most of the appointments were early because, you know, it took a lot getting her dressing to the doctor and so forth. But if we were dressing out, hey, listen, you know, when we could, um, because she had some stroke issues, but, um, not, you couldn't, not, no visible stroke issues, but you know, some motor skills were, were going on, you know, like you eating on half side of your mouth, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I just remember that in the memory there, but, uh, when we, when it became too much to stay out, we, my mother always had this beautiful, healthy appetite. And they say when you lose someone, something important to them becomes important to you. So that's why I then, in my healing and going through the instant grief, spent two years in the kitchen, you know, because I, because on, in caregiving, it, it, I got to the point where I was having to um, prepare three meals a day for her or, you know, find some food, you know, three times a day. And we, you know, got in a rut and I was like, well, what, let's just start exploring some recipes. So one, so this one, I had always wanted to try, um, the spaghetti squash. 
And I had this Taco Tuesday, saw this Taco Tuesday recipe where with the spaghetti squash, you know, where you take all like the, all the good taco ingredients and put it on the spaghetti squash, right? And I had done spaghetti squash, and I don't know if I, I don't know how, but because this was the first time actually going to the produce section and getting a whole, I got two of them. I think I bought either one or two. I think I got one because uh, you split it in half and each of us had half. Now, and the kids were like, okay, you're making that. We're going to eat out. I'm like, fine. Mom and I are going to have a, a gourmet meal. You know, I'm going to make a gourmet spaghetti squash taco Tuesday for us. Honey child, when I tell you, <laughs> if you don't know how to cut a spaghetti, I did get two of these. Hey. I did talk to the dog because uh, I've gone over y'all. So he's like getting closer and closer and closer. He's going to come nudge me in a minute like it's time to go. So let me let me wrap this up. So I did get two of them. I remember now I did get two of them because I didn't make extra. But the first one, I didn't know how to cut it into it. And if you've ever seen a spaghetti squash there, and, and I don't know if they're called spaghetti squash, they're, they're big and they're orange. They like a, looks like a melon kind of thing. And it's very hard. So I get it. And I'm like, in the recipes, you know, cut it in half. So I go to take the knife to it, and it's like, like that old folk tale about driving that nail. Whoever had to drive the nail or, or pull the sword out and all that kind of stuff. It's that kind of moment. What kind of strength you got, old lady? And I'm like, okay, what is this? And I'm stubbornly trying to cut this thing. And it is the hardest thing in the world to cut. I'm like, who the hell on this planet is slicing these things, <laughs> right? So after, uh, after finally, yeah, I cut it. I got it open, okay? But then I'm like, I'm exhausted. I'm like literally like about to pass out in the kitchen. That can't be a thing. And so I'm, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. So I go online to YouTube University, and there was this, um, you know, put it in the oven. And it's like put it in the oven for hours. I'm like, we need to eat in the next few minutes and then there was this other short video said put it in the microwave for a few minutes and and it wasn't even like a few it was still still kind of an extensive in the microwave time but when I did that once I interrupted the flow of ignorance on my part I put it in the microwave for this like 12 minutes I believe it was you know something like that I took it out and the damn thing cut like butter that was a, that was the only life lesson I needed in the last five years. Sometimes we just make it hard on ourselves when we, when we ignore the information. And I hate, I'm sorry I had to use Adam Housley as an example, but it, that just reminds me of that. And it's like, and because, but I'm, I'm probably a decade older than them. So I'm willing to let them, uh, and all, I think, I think Adam's like probably close. I think they're coming up behind me, but I'm in another, I'm in another hole, swipe another, swipe, keep swiping to get to the birthday. I'm, I'm in that spin the wheel thing to get to your birthday. They're still in their, I hope forties. I don't know, whatever. But anyway, um, so I just, I, it took, and it took me this long as of four years ago to realize information makes information gets rid of your fears, which I learned that y'all know the part. Somebody's out there, right? Wait, you were just a couple of podcasts ago talking about you had a fear and, and somebody said, get the information. Yeah. The biz chicks, they was like, that's, that's how you get rid of fears is you get information. Information ends your fears. And so, but when we are doing something we have not yet seen before, we are stubborn and we persecute and we rebuke information and knowledge. Like, you know, in this kitchen thing, rebuke. You know, I go back and I look at my first kitchen videos when I was out there rebuking recipes. Oh, I know it could be done this way. And then I'm like, no, go get some information. You know, now I can go in there and I can take a whole chicken and I can cut it up, saving $3 on chicken because now I can grab the whole chicken that my grandmother told me about. Uh, 30 years ago when I started having my family, I started my family. Don't be buying that cut up chicken, cut up your own chicken. You're going to save money, you know, cause the whole chicken back then was like a dollar and something, you know, and the cut up chicken is like $5. And even today, you know, a whole chicken is $5 and a cut up chicken may run you, you know, depending on what kind of chicken, 20 some dollars, you know, I'm, ex I'm exaggerating. Just a bit. again, you want to, you want a free range, you know, organic chicken. Yeah. You're going to pay that. And it's going to taste real, real good. Like, you know, I'm like, okay, we need to put in the budget because I want brown eggs up in my house. I, in fact, I want brown, I want, I want as many brown things as I can get. Yeah. 
I know brown eggs cost way more than the, than the 99 cent eggs and the dollar eggs and all that. But hey, find it in the budget because they taste so doggone good. In fact, after I walk the dog, I'm going to come in and have me, um, you know what? I just remembered I forgot to get biscuits, but I know how to go in there and make take three. In fact, ooh, I could make some biscuits because I, I got a couple of uh, ingredients in there. But again, information. Listen, let me end this thing because we did go over it. I want you to have a great Saturday morning. And I want to tell you, if you don't, we've got two minutes to do this. If you don't want the rest of your day to be interrupted, hopefully you don't feel like the 45 minutes you just spent with me is 43, which is going to be 45, that you just spent with me that I didn't interrupt your day, that, I, that you did get some information. And if this was your first time listening, you probably found a few places in here where you could absolute persecute me. Right. But then you'll, you'll want some information. Like, let me see how long this has been out there. And then when you go look at the time and, you know, and, and the fact that this is unscripted, these are my first thoughts in the morning and me just wanting to share with you how I was that honest and that transparent and that open with you. And then you're going to get past the irritation point and be like, whoa, I was thoroughly entertained by this. I'm going to go ahead and get a like. I'm going to give a share. I might even give a follow. I want to see what she might talk about tomorrow. Good Lord willing. And the miracle of life happens again. Uh, and I wake up and we were like, let's talk about this. Some more. About how to get out of bed. What happened that day when I, I just couldn't do it. Any, I felt like, why? And your whys turn to how. And my why get out of bed turned to how to get out of bed. How can I get out of bed? How will I get out of bed? When will I when will will I ever get out of bed again? Till come on dog, let's just go on down the hall. Till come on dog, let's shower, get dressed, go down the hall, go outside, enjoy the day. Right? Let's go in the kitchen and prepare. My crock pot is over there. It's got a, a pot roast in it. With lots of onions, and I didn't even put like potatoes and all that. I just did. I just did onions. And then last night when I woke up, I woke up. I thought thinking, oh, I forgot. Let me go turn the pot. Let me go turn the crock pot off, and maybe I can have a little taste and realize it wasn't plugged in because yesterday finally the kitchen, the cabinet repair happened, so I had to move it and put it back. And when I put it back, I didn't plug it back up. So when I thought the pot roast had been cooking already for two hours and should have been, you know, near done in the crock pot, um, it hadn't even been on. And so now I checked on it this morning as I came in uh, to start this and uh, it's almost ready. So I might have me, I might just make me a, a pot roast sandwich for lunch. I don't know. Uh, and actually, you know what? I won't be doing the sandwich because I got to dial back the carbs because something's going on here uh, with the pandemic pounds and you know, got to be mindful. Uh, I got to go and have my numbers checked, y'all, because, you know, trying not to be pre-diabetic and certainly not trying not to be diabetic. So, um, got to rethink some things going on with the lemonade and, and some other things. Uh, and like I keep talking about this little twinge in my heel, uh, one, some, one of my diabetic friends, cut family members, as a matter of fact, is like, wait a minute, you know, I had that, but keep watch some things. So, uh, sister girl, We'll be dialing back. You know, I made some cabbage. I'm going to be eating on the cabbage this weekend. And as a matter of fact, I ordered and I went to the store and I forgot cabbage. So, um, it's so funny because, you know, we try, you try to address one thing and it's something else. And it's like, oh my God. All right. So the dog is getting a little antsy. I'm going to go ahead and, and we're going to head out, um, Looks like we got kind of an overcast weekend, maybe some cooler temps. Y'all don't need to know the weather. That means I'm stalling, just saying goodbye. Um, couple of things before we go, and you can swipe out if you if you gotta go. But listen, um, your support begins at dryerbus.com. Shop dryerbus.com where we have the bookstore. Uh, and I want to talk to you about the books. So you know about the stuff. You know I'm going to take an amazing shower. And I think I am using, I, in fact, I know I am using, uh, so if you can't even, you can, yes, you can buy it. You can buy it. Um, I'm using uh, South Beach Bath. The South Beach Bath has a, I keep saying peppery, y'all, because, you know, I'm not a world traveler yet. Uh, so I don't know this, this scent, but it is, it, it definitely reminds 
mindful of Miami and the beach and the culture. Um, so help me out, go get your bar. Let me know your feedback on it. Um, uh, I was making it to replenish sea breeze. It ended up going a different route than sea breeze. So we decided to keep it at the ocean and make it and we're calling it um south beach bath so you have sea breeze which is your family bar but south beach bath south beach bath um uh, is great for my fellas if you're looking for uh it's unisex unisex meaning that it's a great fragrance for men and it's very comforting to women because who doesn't want to cloak themselves in a good and smell of a good man um so anyway uh, i'm showering with that and what i love about south beach bath it is also on the uh arc of the new recipe you know we we updated our our recipe um a couple times and it's one of the first with the new recipe so the lather comes quickly and it's so amazing again and the aroma in and of itself is amazing and we've also updated our recipe so again so in about a month we will have another new batch uh, of soaps to try so a couple things out there thank you all so much for the amazing feedback and support we did have our five dollar friday for those of you who missed the five dollar friday you know you can use your day late code 24 hours after any of our sales you can use your day late code let us know you're a day late maybe you go back you check your cart you didn't get a chance to check out you go to shop dryerbuzz.com and use your day late code you can catch the five dollar sale before five dollar sale before it ends at midnight tonight so use your day late but you have to put in the code for this one the five dollar fridays is an automatic discount uh the day late code uh is everybody hits that get that sticker shot when they go back to their cart um or you go shopping today you're like oh i missed the five dollar friday sale use the code day late and you can get uh, the soaps that were on sale for the sale price. All right. And, uh, and the soaps are average seven to eight 99. The, the $5 Friday basically gives you $2 off our $7 soaps or $2 off any soap that was on sale at a higher price. Uh, so definitely check that out. Um, but I want to talk specifically about the bookstore because right here, uh, in, in this moment, uh, for those of you that stayed around, I know it's your intention to get it all. So you're not going to miss this deal I'm getting ready to tell you about at 50 minutes into this. Uh, on the bookstore, there is a bookstore on shopdryerbus.com. And it has all of my ebooks, ebooks that I've written. I want to open up an opportunity here. I want to help you become a Dryerbus bestseller. If you have an ebook, and because if you, if you have an ebook, uh, and you want it to be promoted, you want to share some space with other people. Um, cause one of the things I know it's hard having, you know, your own platform. Uh, and I thought about this cause I, I, I have come across a number of authors. We had an author on the podcast, uh, leading women this week. And as I take a sip so I can continue talking, um, if you, and I know, I know what I have to pay to manage my platforms. If you want to um, help share sharing some of this, uh, sharing some of the exposure, because here I and I have a number of things I'm I'm sending traffic there all the time. It's great passive income. If you would like to list your ebook on our bookstore, there's an opportunity to do that. Inbox me or email me uh, at dryer at uh, the buzz at dryerbus.com. The buzz. T-H-E-B-A-Z-N-B-O-Y-U-Z-Z at dryerbus.com if you want to email me, uh, inbox and it, it, tweeting and all the, any kind of way to engage with me is fine. And I will send you uh, the link to list. There's a $27, $27 setup fee, but that's it. Uh, and then of course, um, the profits are yours. We 30%, 30% commission. And then, and of course, 30% plus fees uh, if you want. Now keep in mind on the eBooks, Hey, there's once it's set and done, you're good. It's listed with us. Uh, no, no other fees aside from that. And you'll get your royalties right away. You get your royalties right away. You won't have to wait with no threshold. You don't have to meet any certain thresholds or anything like that. Uh, because, you know, product is delivered in an instant. So you'll get paid in an instant. Uh, and make extra sales on your book. Now, I'm not saying go remove your book from any place else. I'm just saying here is an additional opportunity and additional passive income if you are an author, if you have, or if you have any kind of digital downloads, um, you now have a new outlet 
by which you can help to create buzz, especially here in this holiday season, um, because I will be mentioning it in all my podcasts, and I will actually be doing a lot and talking about it and sharing this content. This is an amazing opportunity for you. Um, I will, you can go to, uh, it has a couple of links uh, that people will, that will be promoting. One, the 27answers.com uh, link. They all go to the bookstore as well as Shop Dryer Buzz. Uh, go to the bookstore and I will actually be um, coming up with some new domains uh, for this as well in the promotion of this. So that's a couple of things that we will be working on. So check it out. Go over and look at it. It's been great passive income. Um, people ask me, you know, how I have survived over this time. Passive income. passive. How I get out of bed and pay bills. Passive income. How do I get out of bed and eat? Passive income. And this is an opportunity. And if you don't have a digital download, if you don't have an ebook, if you don't have this kind because of, your, your book is your business card these days, right? Um, go and check out. Go yourself right now to shop dryer buzz and click on the bookstore or go to 27answers.com and you can download um 27 answers to rock your first ebook or digital download and it'll tell you how to tie up all those loose ends so that you can get to the point where everybody should have one no one should be saying no to this right now tell me how to say no to this yeah okay hamilton came out right there um no one no one should be saying no i don't have it yet i don't have it yet because even if you don't have it yet you still should be selling it it's coming right because you should be letting people invest in your ideas you should be letting people invest in your ideas. People should be supporting your ideas. You know, because that's, that's the thing. Can I just tell you that's the thing? Wanting to do something, having, having an idea. The minute you have an idea, I just told you, I have an idea to add the books of others. And I asked you for it. I gave you a call to action. It's an idea right now that I have a platform that I can open up to other people. And I acted on it instantly. Before I came out here, I tweeted, hey, listen, is your book in my bookstore? I got an idea. Put $27 on it. Let's bring this idea to fruition. That's how ideas work, okay? And one of the things I tweeted, I said, the richest man in the world makes pennies on the dollar and started out making pennies on the dollar and now he makes makes pennies on during every dollar spent. It starts with an idea. That's how you get out of bed. You get an idea. I'm going to get out of bed and go do that. You know, and even before that, it starts with you just rolling over, grabbing a device, you know, straightening out the covers a little bit before you throw them back and get up and then make up the bed. Right. All of these are stair steps. And if you want to know how I, how I stair step through even this process that I'm out of bed and back into creative form, go and go check the platform. I did a whole 90 day series. It's like, listen, in 90 days, I want to be able to get up out of this bed. In 90 days, I want to have my steps order. In 90 days, I want to have my mind right. In 90 days, I want to be full on back to my creativity. Now look where I am. And, and not two years ago, back when I said, I want to go into the kitchen. Like, look, let me take this. Let's go do this in the kitchen. Go do whatever it is you're about to do. Go do it in another spot, in another place. You know, just do it, y'all. Okay, I, I know we got to go. I know, I know, I know, I know. Let me open my phone back up because I can't see the timestamp. Oh, I'm still under an hour. And it's a Saturday. It's been great talking with you guys. It's been great talking through it, all of it, all of it. Remember, as I said, if it's something you've never yet seen before, it's natural in human nature to persecute it. You know, just don't prosecute it, okay? Persecute it, cause then you you gotta, cause even even if you're gonna prosecute it, you gotta you gotta um, um, build your case, right? And sometimes in building the case against something, we realize we start to see the value of it, and we start to even see ourselves wrong. Because even in the prosecution, you got two sides of it, right? And only one side can win. No, well, actually, there can be a hung jury. You know, sometimes some of these things is like, it's wrong, but it's also right. Or it's not quite wrong. It's not quite right. You know, we hung, it's hung. We, we don't know what, we don't know what it is. You know, uh, when I first started watching the Housleys, I was like, they need to be prosecuted. What's going on over there? And then I'm like, wait, it's kind of funny. And then I began to learn that like, whoa, the dynamics of these two very strong personalities, look how they're, they're making it. You know, and I wish them longevity. 
You know, because we, what, last week, like Cardi B, last, last week she dropped the song, you know, she didn't have to do nothing to get a ring, and this week she's filing for divorce. Because she made a, she made a lot of money telling a bunch of people, you don't have to cook and clean and get a ring, okay? She made so much money off of that that now she can go get her divorce. <laughs> and there you are, like, thinking, your, your, your jacked up situation, y'all, I read back on my couch to say that. <laughs> you, there you are thinking your jacked up situation is okay. And now you, you done recommitted, you know, and when you should have been like Cardi, you know, getting, getting a, finding a divorce lawyer. Okay. Get ready to split up assets. And then hell, next week they may come back, you know, cause the last time she tried to walk away, you know, he bombarded her on stage. Um, and got, you know, they had the baby and it's like, okay, let's try this. Well, you've, when she, like you said, sometimes you've given it all you got and I don't want anybody to have to make that decision. I had to live through that with my parents and I chose, I'm like, I'm not doing it, you know? And, and then that was in the past. Like, I don't, I don't know what the future holds. You know, they say, never say never. Um, and <laughs> never say wet enough, all that stuff they were saying like, okay, yeah. And that's hard though. Uh, I do wish them the best. Hey, and that's another thing about persecution, prosecution, you know, let people evolve. There's some evolution that's going to happen. There's evolution that has to, has to take place with all of us because sometimes our world is simply interrupted. This is but an interruption, you know, and don't let it be, don't, don't, it doesn't have, nothing has to be permanent. Nothing. Do y'all know that? Like nothing has to be permanent because there's enough permanent stuff in our lives. You know, I used to tell, used to tell my kids, you know, they used to get mad about stuff. You know, they would be mad at mom and mad at dad and grandma and all these kind of people. You know, and I used to tell them, that's not, that's, don't let that be permanent. You know, keep a door open because you never know. One day you may have a little bit more understanding of why a person had to do a thing, say a thing, be a thing. You know, same thing with you. Somebody's got to do that with you. You know, judgment is a thing. It is. Sometimes we need to be out here judging some things, you know, but we also need to be out here revisiting some things at, at 30 seconds to go, 15 seconds to go. Sometimes we have to revisit some things and I want you to do that. Tell a friend to come and visit over here. I got to go because it's going to count it down. But y'all have yourselves a great weekend and I will catch y'all in the miracle of tomorrow. All right. Go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at Dryer Buzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz.